Welcome to Rock and Roll Flashback. I'm Bill Price, and we'll be looking back at some of rock and roll's greatest artists, songs, and stories. Throughout the 50s and 60s, there were numerous rock and roll bands, vocal groups, and solo artists. Many went on to have successful music careers, but unfortunately for others, lasting popularity did not always materialize. Some groups managed to achieve brief recognition, sometimes with just one hit, only to vanish from the music scene. A few managed to achieve some success, but only regionally, never quite gaining significant national attention. Those artists have come to be known as one-hit wonders. During the 1950s and the 60s, several bands attained that label. In this edition of One Hit Wonders, I will focus on two bands of the 1960s, the Mojo Men and the Uniques. In 1967, a band by the name of the Mojo Men appeared on the music scene in California. However, their early history began on the East Coast. Jim Alamu was born in Coral Gables, Florida. Jim was in a band called the Redcoats, along with his cousin Steve, who would go on to have a solo career and had a top 30 hit in 1963 with Every Day I Have to Cry. In 1958, they released the single Home by Eleven on the Dade Record label. Then in 1959, they released I Want You to Love Me, a doo-wop single followed by She's My Baby, You Can Fall in Love, and Love Letters. In 1963, Jim released the single Esmeralda, which charted in Miami. Guitarist Paul Curico, drummer Dennis Dakar, and keyboardist Don Metchik were in a band known as the Valiants. They provided backup for Steve on quite a few of his single releases from 1960 to 1964. Then in 1964, the Valiants moved to San Francisco with the intent of restructuring the band and creating a new sound. While in San Francisco, they met producer and former DJ Sylvester Stewart, later known as Sly Stone. Sylvester was a record producer at Autumn Records for the Bull Brummels, who had hits with Laugh Laugh and Just a Little. Stewart was also the producer for the Vegetables, who had a single, I Still Love You. The Vegetables had an unusual spelling of the band's name, substituting a J for the G. The Vegetables were from Milgrave, California, and also recorded for the Autumn label. In addition to I Still Love You, they had some success with The Last Thing on My Mind. The lead singer in the group was Jan Erico, who played drums. She was one of the few female drummers around at that time. Under the name Sly and the Mojo Men, they recorded a few songs, but Stuart was not happy with the results and decided not to release the recordings. Nevertheless, Stuart continued to work with the band as producer and songwriter on the Mojo Men's first release, Dance With Me, which made it into the Billboard's Hot 100 in 1965, and She's My Baby, in 1966. Also in 1966, drummer Dennis Dakar decided to leave the group and was replaced by Jan Erico, the former drummer of The Vegetables. 
She was also the cousin of Greg Erico, who later became the drummer for Sly and the Family Stone. With the new lineup, the Mojo Men then changed record labels from Autumn to Reprise. In 1967, the band released a cover version of Buffalo Springfield's Sit Down, I Think I Love You. The song was written by Stephen Stills before Buffalo Springfield was formed. It was included in the Buffalo Springfield's debut album, which was released in December 1966. Sit Down, I Think I Love You became the Mojo Men's first and only top 40 single. Both the Jefferson Airplane and the Mamas and Papas influenced the Mojo Men as reflected in their sound style. Sit Down, I Think I Love You peaked at various chart positions depending on the geographical location. For the top five positions, it was number one in Bakersfield, California, Providence, Rhode Island, Troy, New York, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Salt Lake City, and Erie, Pennsylvania. It peaked at number two in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Greenville, South Carolina, San Francisco, and San Jose, California. Number three in Des Moines, Iowa, Jamestown, North Dakota, Miami, Florida, Eugene, Oregon, Boston, Massachusetts, and Hartford, Connecticut. Number four in Honolulu, Hawaii, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Battle Creek, Michigan, Toledo, Ohio, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Phoenix, Arizona, San Bernardino, California, Davenport, Iowa, Albany, New York, and Merced, California. And finally, number five, in Bellingham, Washington, and Monterey, California. Keyboard player Don Metchek left the band in 1968, and the remaining trio shortened their name to The Mojo, because Jan Erico got tired of being known as a Mojo Man. They released their only album titled Mojo Magic on GRT Records. By 1969, the group eventually disbanded. Later that year, Steve produced a number two hit, Love Can Make You Happy, for the Florida-based band Mercy. Later in 1971, guitarist Paul Currico, drummer Dennis Metchuk, and keyboardist Don Dakar played on Sly and the Family Stone's number one hit, Family Affair. Between 1968 and 1970, the Mojo Men issued three singles, which included a cover of Elvis's Don't Be Cruel, I Can't Let Go, and Everyday Love, which was to be their last release. In 1992, Jim Alamo died of a heart attack at the age of 62. The Uniques was a Louisiana rock band led by vocalist Joe Stampley. Joe was born in Spring Hill, Louisiana in 1943, and by the age of 10, he was playing piano and listening to country legend Hank Williams. After his family moved to Baytown, Texas, he got the opportunity to sing for Hank on a local radio program. After the performance, Williams offered encouragement to Joe to continue with his music interests. By age 15, he was writing songs and cutting demo records with local DJ Merle Kilgore. After Joe finished high school, the family moved back to Spring Hill, Louisiana. While attending Southern State College in Magnolia, Arkansas, he formed the Uniques. Band members included his brother Bobby, Ray Mills, Jim Woodfield, 
Ronnie Weiss, and Mike Love. The band's name came about due to their inability to establish a distinctive style, so they settled on the Uniques. They played colleges and dances all around southwest Arkansas, northwest Louisiana, and east Texas. In Shreveport, Louisiana, Stan Lewis started two recording labels, Paula and Jewel. Joe constantly lobbied Lewis for an opportunity to hear him play. Finally, Stan told Joe to see Dale Hawkins, who had begun selling records and doing production work for Stan. Hawkins had also recorded the hit Susie Q, which was later covered by Credence, Clearwater Revival, in 1968. After hearing Joe sing not too long ago, Dale signed Joe to Paula Records. The song was recorded at Robin Hood Studios, located in Tyler, Texas, with Hawkins as producer. The single was issued as Paula Number 219, the first release on the new label. In April 1965, the song reached number 66 on Billboard's Hot 100 and stayed on the chart for six weeks. Regionally, the Uniques were quite popular in the South, but never achieved any significant national recognition in spite of being active between 1965 and 1970. Most of their recordings also took place at the Robin Hood Studios. They had some regional success with the release of Not Too Long Ago. But it was all these things that proved to be their biggest hit, reaching number one in Dallas, Texas. However, nationally, they could only manage to reach number 97 on the Billboard Hot 100 in July 1966. It only managed to stay on the charts for two weeks. However, it was enough to earn an appearance on Dick Clark's American Bandstand. And even with the TV exposure, the Uniques were destined for one-hit wonder status. When all these things was recorded, Joe did not know all of the words to the song, essentially ad-libbing part of the second verse. In Art Neville's original version, one line of the lyrics was, When you were ten minutes late, I started to cry. In the Uniques' version, Joe sang, When you started to go... I started to cry. When he sang it correctly in a live performance later, it did not go well over with the audience. All of these things was written by Naomi Neville, which was a pseudonym for Alan Toussaint. The next version was a cover of Arthur Neville's 1962 recording. Arthur was also the founder of the New Orleans band, The Meters, who had an instrumental hit in 1969 called The Sissy Strut. After the Uniques, Joe Stampley would later go on to pursue a solo country career to re-record all these things, which made it into the top of the country charts. In 1976, he released eight singles that made it into the Billboard charts and also received Billboard's Single Artist of the Year Award. In 1980, Joe and country music star Mo Bandy received the Country Music Association's Award for Vocal Duo of the Year. On October 1st, 2005, the Uniques reunited for a performance in Stampley's hometown of Spring Hill, Louisiana. In 2010, the Uniques were inducted into the Louisiana Music Hall of Fame during their 45th anniversary reunion concert 
at Piney Woods Palace in Springhill. All of the original members, except Ronnie Weiss, were present for the induction. This has been Rock and Roll Flashback, a look back at the Mojo Men and the Uniques, one-hit wonders of the 1960s. I'm Bill Price, and until next time, rock on, rock on, rock on.